0: Embrace the day with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live.
1: Welcome back to the program. I was supposed to interview my next guest in late March as part of the Fringe Festival, but she got that dreaded sea thing that we all hate to hear of she ended up with covid and had to postpone her uh, performances for the newcastle fringe festival she was due to come back again but then she wasn't well again but she's back she's here she's bigger and better than ever and uh she's a mermaid so she'll be fine it's it's all about uh, getting out and being resilient joining me online now is robin reynolds good morning and welcome finally to newcastle in the morning
0: Good morning. Oh, my goodness. I totally thought you were going to make a joke about
1: chlamydia when you were like this <laughs> <evening>. <laughs> Oh, look, I, I thought I'd leave that to you. you can, I'll, just, I'll just send them your way and you just hit them back. How's that sound? Yeah. So, so, <laughs> <that's good. laughs> you have had a rough time of it, haven't you? You got COVID uh, when you were supposed to perform here at the Fringe Festival and then you haven't been well a couple of times since. It's been a tough time, love.
0: I don't know what to tell you. If I were born in Victorian times, I would not have made it past Chimney sweep age.
1: No, 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 no. Syphilis, chlamydia, you name it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I got COVID like halfway through a sold-out run at Newcastle Fringe, which was so annoying. Um, But I still did manage to get nominated for Best Comedy, so that's my claim to fame.
1: I did see that. Congratulations. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. you. And then
0: um, I was supposed to come up last weekend, and I... It got the flu. It was just like you cannot make this up. And I am obsessed with Newcastle. Every time I come up, I have the best time. So it's tomorrow. It's Saturday at nine pm. Newcastle Comedy Club. Come along. We'll talk about how shit my immune system is.
1: Oh look, yeah, absolutely. Now before we get into all of that, um, your background. You're a French translator and interpreter. How the hell? Oh did my you, god! How the hell did you end up here in in Australia? Like Someone's
0: that. been reading my website.
1: Hello. <laughs> Hello. So from being a French translator and interpreter to now being a, a comedian who, you know, really, you really push the boundaries. How
0: did that happen? Um, well, you know, I think we all do degrees that are useless. Yeah, completely. So. Completely. <laughs> completely. Utterly. Yeah, completely. I have a... I have a double honours in French and film and I truly do not use it. Um and yeah, I used to I lived in France and my first job out of uni was translating and interpreting. And um, then I moved out to Australia, and I was like, I speak French. And everyone was like, that's so cool. Um, (laughs) Can you do marketing? And I was like, okay, all right. I see what's happening. So now I am a marketing person, kind of, in the day when I'm not doing comedy. And um, I often work for like Jewish communities. Mm -hmm. And um, so I make a lot of memes about HALA. Love you know, it. like on Fridays, like got I'm to. like holler back if you like this
1: pose. <laughs>
0: oh, Thank you. I'm love very skilled. I'm very are, skilled. You
1: are very, very skilled. I, I love it. I love it. How did you discover comedy? I
0: was obsessed with comedy from a young age. It's such a thing in the UK. Like you just grow up watching comedy. I didn't even think about it. Mm. And then I moved out here, and not to brag, but I did not have any friends. Oh. And so I went to go and watch comedy night, which mm. is what I'd done in London my whole life I'd always watched comedy and I went to go and watch comedy out here and I went to an open mic die and it remained truly one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life and it was just suddenly I made the leap to oh I could just do this like you can just do comedy like there's no qualifications you need I live in absolute fear that my dad will work out that you don't need qualifications to do an open mic and that he will discover that he could just do open mic comedy. I live in absolute fear of
1: that. Oh, no, no. Because I know
0: that he would. Um, but, yeah, that's what happened. I went and I saw some of truly the worst open mic comedians I've ever seen. And I just made the leap in my brain to, do you know what, I wouldn't even be as bad as that guy
1: <laughs> if I went up right now with nothing prepared. That's, so that was how I made the leap. That is absolutely incredible, isn't it? So you just went, you know what, But these guys are crap, so I'm going to get up here and do something decent.
0: Essentially, yeah. Oh, and there was one girl on the lineup who I actually gigged with last night, and she was, like, incredible. And I just remember watching her and being like, I want to be like that. Like, that's so funny. She's the only one I like. Like, I want to be like her. And her name was Beck Charlwood and I literally got to gig with her last night when she was the headliner. And now we're friends, which is so cool.
1: It's just incredible, isn't it? I mean, when you moved out here, could you have expected or anticipated that this was where you'd end up going? Never.
0: I didn't even know if I was going to stay in Australia for more than a year. And now I have citizenship and I do comedy every night. And it's crazy.
1: Oh, no, we we haven't given you citizenship, have we? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. You guys are so obsessed with me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you love Newcastle so much? What is it about Newcastle that you love? Well, um, I mean, I love the beaches, for one. Um,
0: but ever, since the first time I it, there, just, the crowds were just, like, laughing for it. It was so amazing. Like, sometimes in Sydney, it can be a bit of a hard graft. Like, you know, you'll be on a lineup with nine other, like, blokes, mm-hmm. and you have to get up and you have to waste two of your precious minutes out of your seven to ten minutes there, just warming the crowd up and being like, no, I know, I promise, I'm not going to say anything bad. You can relax. And then you get to do your comedy. But in Newcastle, every gig I've had has been absolutely incredible. Um, like I just love the crowds I'm, I'm in love with the people of Newcastle everyone is so friendly people have talked to me on the street and it's just nice no one's being mean I, I'm, I'm very biased but I'm in love with Newcastle
1: <laughs> How hard is it being a, a female comedian I mean for us you know talking about uh, our anatomy and things that happen down there and you know the Bridget Jones cringeworthy type things that happen to us as women how hard is it being a female comedian
0: Tracy baby how much time do we have <laughs> I was wondering that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, look, it's actually, I'm going to say something really positive. I would say since I've started comedy, from the open mics that I used to watch when I first got out here, because I tell that story as if it was almost an immediate transition, but I still didn't really know how to get into comedy. So I've only been doing comedy for maybe like three and a half years now, and I moved out to Australia like five years ago. So I had a couple of years of dragging all of my little backpacker friends to some really bad comedy. And it has changed a lot. Like, the scene has changed so much. There are so many amazing women now. There are so many amazing, like, queer spaces and, like, different variety showcases. It's definitely changing and shifting. And I really love to see that. Like, I love to see more young people doing comedy, uh, more women of all ages doing comedy. And... Um, For example, like Generation Women Australia is a storytelling night in Sydney and Melbourne, and it's um, a woman of each... Like decade tells a story and that's one of my absolute favourite nights yeah. and I'm a regular guest MC there because yeah. I love the ladies and I love storytelling and just rumours like that and spaces like that I will say the scene is really shifting into something gorgeous and new and if you are looking for femme forward comedy like this is the best time yeah. like you are going to discover lots of amazing women.
1: That's just incredible to hear. You're with Tracy Mac on Newcastle in the morning. I'm speaking with uh, the wonderful Robin. Robert- Reynolds who is in Newcastle tomorrow night with her Mermaid tour and uh, we cannot wait to uh, to see her here what can we expect Robin I mean I know a lot of your personal life goes into your comedy comedy and that's look that's how most comedians uh, you know deal with it they they their life is their is their comedy how much of you is in uh, is in Mermaid? Oh, luckily
0: for me, I keep getting myself into embarrassing situations, <laughs> so if you are like me and your skirt has ever blown up in front of your new boss, oh, or maybe your boob has fallen out on the bus, or you know maybe you're just weird in sexual situations, like come along to Mermaid. You're going to absolutely love it. It's very relatable, and it will make you feel like the least embarrassing person in the room.
1: Oh, that's good to know. Thank you. Is it is it cringeworthy? Am I going to sit there like I do in Bridget Jones and go... Oh my god! Oh my god! No! 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 No!
0: No! I think I think you'll love it. I think I've I've got a fine line, and I've got some Newcastle references in there for Newcastle. Oh, because Oh, well yeah, done!
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, uh, we we like that. We we are very uh we're very proud and parochial, as you've probably already worked out. I've got a reference to Fanny's in there. You don't. I do. You're, you're too young to know about Fennies and it's been gone for too long. <laughs> hey, bubbler, I've done my homework. You, down. Have, you have, have you? Tomorrow, 9pm, you've got to come. You do. Look, congratulations. I am just so, so pleased that you've finally been able to, uh, to get the show on and most importantly, that you're feeling better. That's the, that's the biggest thing to come out of all of this.
0: Yes, I'm so excited, and I've I've had a message from someone, and she has made mermaid themed cookies no. to bring to my show. Though no, I have made cookies for her, and there will be at least one cookie exchange if you come to the show tomorrow <laughs> at nine pm.
1: I think That's I might. How cute uh, my fans are. I think I might know uh, who those fans are. So I'm uh, I'm going to get a, try and get a photograph of that cookie and see how uh, how that one turns out. I can't wait. Put a photo up on Instagram, won't you, so that I can have a look I at it. I cannot wait. Look, it is great to finally catch up with you. As I said, we were supposed to talk in March, and it's just been a a cluster along the way for you in your immunity system. We've got to do something about that, love. Don't know what you're going
0: to do with that. I know. I know. Well, now I've had everything. I feel bulletproof. Yeah,
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm like, come and lick me on the face in Newcastle. Let's do this. Done, done. done. You know not to say that in Newcastle, don't you? Because we will. We'll come up and lick your face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're very
0: friendly. We like puppies, all of you.
1: Best of luck tomorrow. It is uh, Mermaid at the Newcastle Comedy Club. It is uh, getting underway at 9 o'clock tomorrow. So grab your tickets and support, Robin. Thank you so much for your time. And uh, I'm really excited to welcome you back to Newcastle tomorrow night. Thank you so much. I'll see you all tomorrow night. You will. Thanks, Rob. Bye. That is the wonderful Robin Reynolds. And, uh, yes, I think I know where she might be getting the cookies from. I'm looking at you, Liz. I'm looking at you. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live